Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And today we're going to be talking about some very interesting K-pop groups. They're relatively new. All right. So we're going to be talking about Luna, and we're also going to talk about ACE, or A-C-E. Of course, it's an acronym. Everything's a fucking acronym in K-pop. Why wouldn't it be? Why not? Why not? Why the fuck not? (laughs) Yeah, okay. So um, let's start with ACE, because they have less songs out right now. So ACE is an acronym that stands for Adventure Calling Emotions. Wow. Wow. They could have been made in 2012. (laughs) Yeah. We we literally (laughs) would not have been able to tell the difference with that. And what makes this group different is that their genre is technically hardstyle. Yeah. So you don't really see that much of that in K-pop, especially... Like, I could say maybe in the past it was a little bit more popular with, you know, everyone having a dubstep breakdown in all their songs, but now it's kind of, like, very unique that they are going to go with this type of style for a K-pop group. When I say hard style, I mean straight up techno, drum and bass, rhythm, very, like, fast BPM, Mm -hmm. like rave music. Yeah, like club music. Y- you Straight are meant, up. Yeah, you are meant to dance to this. Yeah. You're not just meant to like scream and, and gush over the idols. You are meant to fucking dance. <laughs> dance, bitch. Yeah. No. They're it, like Pied Pipering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it honestly, like, it reminds me of rave music. Yeah. So they have two songs out, Cactus and Colin. Cactus came out in May, and Colin came out um, in October. So they're relatively new. They just debuted. Yeah, they just debuted in May. Uh, they, it is a five-member group. Uh, the members are Dong Hun. He is a vocalist. Wow. Uh, he's also a vocalist, a dancer, and a rapper. Jun, he is the lead vocalist and dancer. Jason is a lead vocalist, rapper, and a dancer. And then there's Chan, who is a vocalist. I mean, Jun is the lead vocalist and lead dancer. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit crazy. I, I'm surprised that they don't have him listed as leader. Maybe they're all around the same age. Maybe. That, that could be why that is, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't think I've ever seen someone be lead vocals and lead dancer, so this kid must be pretty talented. Yeah, right? I really like that it's only a five-member group. You know, there is a place for your 10, 12, 16-member groups, but five people is a lot easier to remember and keep track of than, like, 16. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Honestly, if we're going to be real, my preferred group number is three. Yeah. I feel like three is the perfect unit you, that you can do really good dance formations and have good harmonies, but it's not overwhelming and you can tell who each person is and they can all be distinct. Mm-hmm. And it's not like an overwhelming army. Like, I feel, I feel like perfume is the model example for how... Orange caramel. Yeah, for how all groups should be. That is mm-hmm. female groups, but... Yeah, it feels like a lot of these male idol groups, they're like, just put more boys in it. We need girls to squeal about more boys. <laughs> Fucking TVXQ is two guys. I know. Two. It used to be five, but it's two. The two have made it work. And they do awesomely. Like, sometimes... Less is more. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Things that are smaller 
are better. better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, according to Wikipedia, because we trust Wikipedia with our lives, every member of this boy band has had training, it seems like, at different high-profile entertainment groups, and then they all kind of either fell off the wagon or just didn't complete it, and then came together under uh, Be Interactive, which is their entertainment company. Uh, they sniped them from, let's see, John was in Jellyfish Entertainment, he was training with the members of Vix, and he didn't train there long, and he returned home, he quit. And then he returned to CJ Entertainment, and then after three years of training, he learned that he wasn't going to be in a boy band, and he's like, well, this is a fucking waste. And that's actually where he met his uh, future ace members, Dong Hyung and Wow. And so that's where they met. So they were all kind of pissed off that, oh, CJ Entertainment is not going to debut us. That's crazy. Yeah. They're just like, work your ass off for three years. No guarantee that anything's really going to come of it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Wow um, was working for YG, and he trained with Winner, and he stayed in the agency, and then he felt like he didn't have the passion, i.e. they probably worked him to fucking death, and he's like, this isn't yeah. worth it. So after about a year at YG, he moved to CJ Entertainment, where he met those other two. And then Dong Hun wanted to be a singer uh, because of his mother. Apparently his mom was, like, a really good singer, and she made him want to sing more. And um, also, all these boys were, like, so influenced by Rain. Yeah. The hashtag influence. Yes. So his mother and Rain inspired him to sing. And so, like, he started auditioning for a lot of companies, and then he got on, like, singing shows. Like, I, I wouldn't say it's, like, the Korean version of The Voice, because I think there is one. But shows like that, he went on, and um, he auditioned for GOT7, was told that he had, he was told that he had a nice voice, but that he was a bad dancer, so they wouldn't let him sing until he was good at dancing. Play to people's strengths, oh my god, they don't always have to be a, like, lockstep group. Look at Big Bang, they all have strengths, T.O.P. can't fucking dance, but that's alright. Taeyang can dance. G-Dragon can't dance much either, but I feel like he has more pizzazz. Yeah, I mean, like, play, the, yeah, play, play with your strengths. strengths. Yeah. Um, and so he eventually ended up at CJ Entertainment as well. Jason, like John, um, actually became interested in singing after seeing Rain, and he entered a dance academy so he could train um, with dancing, and he was actually a trainee at JYP Entertainment. So, like, a lot of these really big entertainment companies, all these boys kind of flunked out of or left. <laughs> yeah. He trained at JYP with Twice. Gosh, she's been doing this since, like, 2014. Like, these guys trained for so long. And, I think it's really cool uh, that they kind of rose above this and they're like, we're going to create our own shit. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this industry. I'm going to move on to a label that is not that big. Beat Interactive is not a big label at all. No. Um, And kind of do our own thing. And this this is very unique. Yeah. So, props. And then uh, the last guy, Chan, apparently didn't want to be a singer, but his parents owned a music shop, and so he just kind of fell into it. He started training at JYP, where he met Jason, and then they kind of both left, and he was also part of a popping dance group called Alive 87, so he's like a break dancer. Wow. Yeah. 
So him and Jason met up with the other three boys, and then um, Beat Interactive brought them all together to awesome. make this boy band. And let me just say that they're all great dancers. We watched a video of them dancing. They're good dancers. There's nothing wrong with them. No, There's they're good dancers. There's literally nothing wrong with them at all. Yeah. <laughs> the only issues I had with the two music videos were the style choices, and that is not on them. There's this thing with, like, fashion bondage gear, but it's not, like, real <laughs> bondage gear. It, it it looks like... It's the style now, Emily. But it's, like, not even real bondage gear. It just looks strappy. It reminds yeah. me of Kingdom Hearts. Like, I hate yeah. it. <laughs> I hate it. It looks so bad. Um, And it's distracting when you're trying to dance. Yeah, so let's talk about Boa's influence oh on God. the second music video. So there's a music video for Cactus and Colin. They're... Both uh, very, like, I don't know how to say it. I guess psychedelic vaporwave is the best yeah. way to describe it. The Kala music video in particular is, like, hurts your eyeballs. Yeah, there it's very bright, bunch of different colors. The best way to kind of describe what this... There's a lot of CGI. It's, like, glitching. Mm-hmm. I guess, like... Everything reminds me of, like, a more cheerful, colorful Blade Runner, I guess. Yeah, it's very, like, acid-trippy a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's... But it's also computery. It's like an yeah. acid-trip in a computer. Yeah. It's interesting. I noticed this trend of, like, vaporwave psychedelia since Boa came out with camouflage. Uh-huh. And um, the way that just things were filmed in that and CGI used, and I'm like, that... Is going to start a trend. And it did. Yep, because so Bella is much. a what? She's a what? Trendsetter! <laughs> the bitch ain't dead. She ain't dead. I don't even think she's 30 yet. Yeah, so, like, there's this whole thing because Boa's been around since she was, like, 13. Everyone's like, yeah, Boa's freaking old as shit. I'm pretty sure she's 29. I know. Like, I, I don't <laughs> even think she's hit 30 yet. Or if she has, she's in her early 30s. Which isn't old. Yeah, that's not old at all. The two songs, Cactus and Colin, I would dance to them. I liked them. Um, I thought they could have been a tiny bit faster for, you know, being a dance song. But, hey, they were good. Yeah, so, like, the intermittency between, like, the hardcore drum and bass bits uh, was just, like, a little, it, it was, it was just like a little too slow, like it was a little awkward um, between them. Also, I thought Cactus and Colin, they sounded very similar, Yeah, and I would like to see them kind of evolve their sound. But to be fair, it's only been fucking two songs, so yeah, they debuted in May. Our hope is that because they're a hard style boy band, that they'll never release a uh, ballad. Because that's never not very hard us. style. Yeah, <laughs> they'll never disappoint us. If they never release a ballad. <laughs> Let, let's combine these two videos okay. and songs. What would you give them overall out of ten? I would say, like, six. I would say, like, a seven. I enjoyed it. It's hard to compare them to themselves because there's only two songs. Yeah. Um, but overall, with K-pop, yeah, like a six. Um, I definitely recommend keeping these guys on your radar if you're interested in any sort of electronica or hard style or drum and bass and k-pop it's a nice mishmash and it's not as weird as you think it's not no it's 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 very 
pool, please give it a shot. <laughs> uh, the, the two groups we're talking about today have like very interesting sounds, so definitely give Ace a try. Okay, let's move on to the next group, which is Luna, which, my God, I've never heard of a more complicated scheme than this <laughs> fucking band. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Luna is a group that has not debuted yet, uh, yet they have two EPs and enormous amount of singles that they have released. So, they're set to debut in 2018. Each month, and this started back in October of 2016, for 18 months, their goal is to release a single album or EP that is introducing a new member of the subunit. And in 2018, all 12 members will debut as one group. We're at uh, eight out of those 12 so far. Oh my god. So, like... It's a bunch of soloists that are going to become one. It's just so insane to me that they'll release a subunit before the whole fucking band. Yeah, they have two subunits already of the eight girls that they have debuted. And, you know, I think it's kind of clever because, like, basically every single month they're like, who's the next girl? Who's the new girl? Um, So I think that's kind of clever because it builds up a lot of excitement regarding the uh, group. But fucking... 18 months, an 18-month build-up. That is insanity. And it's not like these music videos are cheap, box set, no, uh, not mass-produced. They have expensive-looking CGI, expensive-looking sets, intricate dance work. Like, they're very highly produced sound-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, everything is so like immaculately thought out and connected together and it's not a box set they're like outside for most of them um so a lot of work has to go into that and every single girl has gotten this every single girl has gotten this like debut music video that's absolutely beautiful and connects to all the other girls and within their subunits like holy shit and this 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 group has not even debuted yet. They have not even debuted yet, and they already have, like, 12 music videos released. This group, I I noticed them because Reddit is always popping off about them, and I guess because they're always releasing music videos. <laughs> I mean, like, that's one way to build hype, I guess. Reddit is, like, always popping off for this. I thought this band had been, like, card, they just hadn't debuted in Korea. I had no idea that they haven't debuted all their fucking members yet. Yeah, no, they're, like, it's a year and a half debut. Like, wow. Wow. So, uh, the girls that have uh, debuted so far are uh, Vivi. Her name is, she's actually from uh, Hong Kong, um, but her Korean Korean stylized name is Huang Kahi. Uh, and she is part of the subunit Luna one-third, I guess is how you would say that. Each member has a animal related to them and also a color. So her animal <laughs> is a deer and her color is pastel rose. Oh my god, that's so, like, this is so much. I mean, like, it, it is so much. Like, it is insane how much detail is in this group. Like, 
They have power colors. My god, like, ugh. Alright, uh, the second girl is Hustle. Uh, her name is Joe Hustle. So her stage name isn't that different. She is also part of the subunit Luna One Third. Um, her animal is a bird, even though apparently she hates birds, and her color is green. I like how it's just bird. Bird. Yeah, you'll <laughs> you'll see that the latest members they have more like specific animals. So uh, number three is Heejin. Her real name is John Heejin. So not that different. Um, she's also part of Luna One Third, and her animal is rabbit, and her color is pink. Uh, next is Hyunjin. Uh, her name is Kim Hyunjin, so again, not different. Uh, also part of Luna One Third. Her animal is a cat. Her color is yellow. Uh, Yojin is Imyojin, so again, not different. Uh, Luna One Third is her subunit. Animal is frog. Color is orange. Finally, with the sixth, seventh, and eighth members, they're part of a new subunit called Odd Eye Circle, which is um. What I stumbled upon on Spotify the other day, which led us to do this, uh, and opened up Pandora's box for this group. <laughs> um, but, uh, the first one, uh, out of Odd Eye Circle to be debuted was Kim Lip, and her name, uh, is actually Kim Jung Un, and she again is part of Odd Eye Circle. Her animal's owl, her color is red. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Knowing that they have animals and colors, that's making so much sense for all the music videos I've watched. I'm like, why is there so much of a fucking owl in this fucking music video? I'm telling you, everything has been meticulously thought out, planned, and connected. Like, it okay. is insane, Emily. <laughs> it's insane. The seventh girl is Jin Sol. Her name is Jung Jin Sol. Part of Odd Eye Circle. Her animal is, this is where they get specific, her animal is a Siamese fighter fish, and her color is blue. Um, the eighth girl, uh, who is the latest girl to be debuted is Choeri, uh, and her actual name is, uh, Choi Yirim. Um, she's also part of Odd Eye Circle. Her animal is a fruit bat, and her color is purple. That is weird. <laughs> Specifically, a fruit bat. I wonder if there's any, like, reason why these are their animals. Well, based upon the fact that Hustles is a bird and she hates birds, it was chosen for them. So I, I wonder if it, how is it supposed to represent who they are, or if I it's guess just, I don't know. I guess. Um, okay, so Odd Eye Circle uh, came out with their own EP. Uh, Luna One Third also came out with their own EP, but we're gonna focus on Odd Eye Circle because it just came out on Halloween. Um, it's called Mix and Match, and it has songs in it uh, like Girlfriend, uh, Sweet Crazy Love. Those both have music videos. Um, but then there's a song called Lunatic on that album, which sounds so weird. Like, yeah. Like, I like it, uh, but it's very strange from what I'm used to hearing. Like, it's all their songs are, especially with the Odd Eye Circle, it's very uh, auto-tuned. Very high-pitched and kind of like, I don't know how to it. It sounds like Grimes if Grimes was soft pop. Yeah, so like, it doesn't sound bad, but uh, one of their songs, Lunatic, is actually in English. Um, the whole song is in English, but it is... Hard to tell that it's in English. It's very hard to tell that it's in English, uh, just because it's so auto-tuned and it's so soft and high, uh, you can barely tell that it's English. And when we say auto-tuned... Don't think of it like T-Pain auto-tune. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not like that. No, it's not like that. It's it's hard to describe, but once you hear it, it, it it's like a distorted. It, it's it's distorted, 
But it, it, it doesn't sound it's, bad. It just sounds unnatural. Yeah, like, it, it's, it's not like they had to auto-tune their voices because they suck at singing. It's they auto-tune their voices for them to sound computerized and weird, just like perfume does it sometimes. Um, so you they mean can, they're not robots? <laughs> just like perfume alters their voices so they sound a little bit more robotic. Uh, Lunatic has altered their voices so it sounds kind of trippy, I guess, honestly. Yeah, I've never heard a K-pop song sound like that. It was very weird. And I didn't really like it, but I wasn't off-put. It was just weird. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's the reason we're talking about both these groups, is they are... Not really following along the beaten path of other K-pop groups that are uh, releasing songs right now. Um, so that is very interesting. Also, I really liked uh, their solo songs that they released. Uh, Kim Lip, Jim Soul, and Choeri. Uh, Kim Lip released a song called Eclipse. It's pretty slow, but it, it, ha- it just has a nice beat. In fact, I had this song on a playlist before I even realized who Luna was. So that was interesting. Um, Singing in the Rain was, I think, Emily's favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very upbeat. Um, I think Jin Sol is the tallest member of the group, but she's like very spunky. I like it. Yeah. I like she, her song. She has crimped hair. Yeah. And an eye patch. <laughs> For some reason. At times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Love Cherry Emotion was interesting too, uh, by Choeri. That song, it's like very pop and you're like, okay, it's just gonna be a light, airy pop song. And then she like eats a cherry and it fucking turns into <laughs> like old school Hyuna, like grinding in a basement. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's very abrupt. <laughs> and it only happens for like maybe five seconds and then the song's back to sounding like this yeah it's like we didn't just have that weird uh thoughty moment at all yeah it it was very strange that was the only weird part but the music video was cool yeah the production value on this is stellar i cannot imagine how much money they have invested into this group like i yeah like i am stunned most groups when they debut it's like box set box set box set Here's a box set and another box set, and they debut all at once. And this is just like, honestly, what you said earlier about this being an art project. I mean, it's that's what it seems like. It seems like whoever is managing this particular group was like, I went to art school on my daddy's money, and now my daddy's money is going to make my art school projects. Like, I mean, just like the amount of vision that someone had to have to be like, okay, we're going to get a 12-member group, and we're going to release them over 18 months. They're all going to have their own color and their own animal, and it's all going to intertwine and mix in subunits and in the music videos. I mean, just like, I cannot I cannot imagine how much work is going into this project. Uh, we're talking not months of planning. We're talking years of yeah. planning for this. Music videos take a lot of time to plan and execute. I mean, obviously less than a show or a movie, but it is no joke. The amount of effort that has gone into this project seriously baffles me. So good on Blockberry Creative for, like, taking a risk and making an investment in talent. Because I can, I could not see SM Entertainment doing this. I could not see YG or Jellyfish or Chrome or cube or anyone else 
even attempting to do something like this. Yeah, there's no guarantee that they're going to get their investment back. And I mean, this is like astronomical amounts of money that they're spending. Because like Emily was saying, music videos take a long time to plan. And those are even box set music videos. But these videos required staging, backup dancers. You're out in the open. So, you know, your mercy to weather other people, permits, like... I'm pretty sure to of these music videos are filmed in Iceland. I'm not even lying. I'm pretty sure they're filmed in Iceland. Yeah, I mean, just... How? Why? Yeah, I know. (laughs) That is such a risk. They could have debuted the first girl, and it could have been a total fucking flop. And then what? Do they just cancel everything else that they've planned for, you know, to come out in 18 months? Yeah. Like... What if any one of these songs just didn't perform as well as they needed it to for them to make enough capital to keep going? It is yeah. it is a risk. Like, I don't know what their return on investment is, but it seems to be going well. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're doing a smart thing and it's drumming up a lot of excitement. Um, but yeah, like, it just seems like a house of cards. Like, what if, you know, Yojin, like before she debuted, like, was not able to debut. Like, like what if was she was so bro- sick, she could yeah. not debut. What if she broke her ankle or something? Yeah. Or, you know, decided to quit. Like, a lot of people do decide to quit. I mean, if, what if you're the- You're gonna you're scramble the last- at the last second to get yeah. another girl for your 12-member, like, vision project? <laughs> well, imagine being the last girl to debut, and you're pissed off, and you're like, they left me for last, and you just quit? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a risk as well for the girls who have to wait fucking more than a year to actually debut. And I'm sure the girls that are left have already filmed everything. Yeah. They, they've already, they've done it all and they're just waiting. Which sucks. And they're not allowed to, you know, go to Mnet with their group members because they haven't debuted yet. So, lots of stuff to think about with Luna and Ace. But overall, we just wanted to share those two groups with you guys today because, you know, K-pop can get kind of the same. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they'll, they'll follow the same trends and it starts to all kind of sound the same. So these are just two palate cleansers Yeah, for you guys to take a listen, take a gander at. What would you give? Um, we, we watched a lot of Luna music videos. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh Let's just say for the, the three for Odd Eye Circle. Okay. What, mash them together at a ten, what would you give the average? Like eight and a half, honestly. I'd say production wise, nine. Music wise, for me liking the songs, it's probably like a, like a three or a four. Really? I was really more impressed with the music videos than the songs. I really like the production value and I again my favorite is like Singing in the Rain. I thought that was a really good song. And I I kind of like that sound, uh but it uh, it is a acquired taste, I think. More glitchy computer shit. Yeah. <laughs> it it it's glitchy computer shit. And you know, I'm not always in the mood for it, but I think that everything is so well thought out and the music videos were so good like I have to give them an 8 and a half. Like good okay. job. They'll probably come out with a giant-ass box set with all the music videos together in, like, a vault kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, it'll cost a lot of money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
So yeah, if you guys want something different, definitely check out these groups. Um, if you guys know of any groups that are doing something cool, unique, or different, or just you really like, send us an email, soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear some new shit. Yeah, we're always on the lookout for new music. Um, you know, I was just looking at new releases on Spotify and found some stuff that I thought was cool. So if you guys know about some underground shit, let me know. <laughs> yes. Um, a very quick thing I want to mention is Super Junior just came out with a new music video and song called Black Suit. C1's in it. Um, it's less people than, you know, normal, but uh, that that's Super Junior's normal now. Yep. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's a good song. It sounds like Super Junior. Yep. The music video is entertaining. It It's all very classic Suju. As someone who really, really, really loves Super Junior and Shiny and Girls' Generation and FX, because that's what I was introduced to when I first got into K-pop, it really warms my heart to know that not all of those bands that I like so much are dying. Yeah, and I mean, it's comforting to hear stuff that, you know, you, we we were listening to when we first got into K-pop. It's kind of cool to see how far they've come. I mean, it, it's been, like, seven years since yeah. we first got into it. God. Yep. <laughs> seven years. Yeah. I they just think that's funny that, like, seven years ago, the music is already, like, old. Yeah. <laughs> it's so old. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys should also really check that out. Please support them. Show SM that Super Junior fans are still alive and we still want music from them. Because yes. I still do. Yes. And I also love you, C1. Please. <laughs> please follow me on Instagram, C1. I love you. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. It's just Soulmates Podcast, spelled like the city in South Korea. And you can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to this rambling hot shit of a mess. Yay! Bye. Bye.